My name is Zach Como, and you're listening to the My Tech Decisions Podcast. Thanks for coming back to the Biotech Systems Podcast. Like I said, my name is Zach and I'm your host. Today we have on Mark Strassman, and he's the Senior Vice President and General Manager of Unified Communications and Collaboration at Logmean. Um, if he sounds familiar, uh, we've had him on the show before. He oversees the company's uh, Unified Communications products like GoToMeeting and GoToConnect, both of which are seeing a surge in use uh, due to the coronavirus pandemic and remote work. Um, The company recently released some pretty telling data that shows how we're using video platforms in collaboration like we never have before. We talk about what that data suggests, what it means going forward, and what the video conferencing industry needs to do to keep that progress going. Mark is one of my favorite people to interview, and I hope this episode helps you make a good informed decision about video collaboration at your company. Before we get to that interview, Here's a quick reminder that the My Tech Decisions podcast is available on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Download and subscribe to hear weekly interviews with experts in IT, AV, cybersecurity, unified communications, collaboration, and more. And now, here is Mark Strassman. So, you know, overall, you know, our usage across go to meeting, go to webinar, etc. has spiked, right? O- overnight and literally overnight in March, you know, usage went up, you know. Right. 10 to 20 times in some areas and has leveled out between five and 10 times more users and usage uh, than we've had, but really started digging into the data to see what uh, kind of the big changes were in usage, not just more usage, everyone's got more usage, but but some of the insights. Um, and don't know if you saw the infographic and they shared that, we can, we can send that over, but kind of some of the details and we can share more data that, that we found particularly interesting. Um, and happy to go through some of this and kind of discuss what may be driving it. But one is um, mobile usage. And everything we're talking about is kind of a percentage of total meetings. So before uh, COVID, average mobile usage, you know, as opposed to desktop, web, et cetera, about 5% of users were joining from mobile. Now it's 12% and still growing. Mm. Um, so, you know, people out about on the go, joining from any device. It's not just sort of an accessory where the only time you join from mobile is when you're commuting to the office, but people are using the devices full time and tablets have grown specifically as people are using tablets for their home device. Um, so seeing a huge difference there. Um, you know, So while we assumed everyone's staying from home be attached to the laptop, no, on the work goes increased, meetings from mobile device more than doubled, which is interesting. Um, when people are taking meetings, is, is different. Uh, previously, you know, looking at, um, you know, most of the time was during kind of work hours, you know, it could be strange work hours, but work hours nonetheless. Um, so previously looking at percentage of meetings that were on weekends, it used to be around 3%. It's grown to almost 9%, 8.5% of meetings are on weekends. Um, this is both work meetings, you know, aren't confined to the traditional nine to five, but more people are working on the weekend as well as having birthday parties, happy hours, game nights, um, right. so, you know, close to 10% of usage is on the weekends before it was, you know, our systems virtually shut down on the weekends. Um, 
size of meetings has changed considerably. Um, before COVID, it was your average meeting size was between three and four users. Now it's between six and seven users, right? Previous or you know endpoints because previously you'd have a bunch of people in the office, then one or two calling in. Now everyone's in different locations. Um, and similarly with webinars. So normal meetings, just video meetings and go to meeting, uh, went from uh, between three and four to six and seven. Uh, webinar went from an average webinar was 25 users. Uh, it's almost double the average webinar is now to 43 users. Um, so again, it's everyone is separately remote. And then looking at specific industries, um, mm -hmm. we already served all these industries, but the the usage across these industries has um, has really gone up. Healthcare has more than doubled. Um, education also more than doubled. Biotech. You know, people working remotely on biotech solutions, three times uh, active users than before. And government is the one that really spiked, right? Government, right. there was not a lot of usage previously, over five times usage. Um, so that's, uh, you know, so, some pretty big differences as well. Looking at, you know, healthcare, education, biotech, we're already using it some, but now that everyone's home, uh, government seeing the largest increase in usage but was interesting. Makes sense, but something we didn't really expect. Um, right. Remote work wasn't really... Uh, uh, embraced before that uh, by government. Yeah. And then, yeah, we... oh, sorry, go ahead, Zach. I'm, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'll let you finish. No, that's just a, one other interesting data point was, and we've really seen growing, was while people were using our tools before, um, the percentage of people actually using video in meetings has gone through the roof. It's sort of, you know, mm. across the chasm where uh, the percentage of people using video for meetings has grown four times over, over what it was before. Um, so. Previously, yeah, people joining remotely would join for a screen share and just join over audio. Now, the vast majority are turning video on before they weren't. Um, anyway, I'm talking a lot here, but just and all sorts right. of interesting data points that really were, were interesting. Telling yeah. interesting story. Um, can we let's talk about some of those those markets we mentioned? Um, yeah. Healthcare, you know, obviously makes sense. Education makes sense. Um, so, biotech and government. Government is uh, sort of surprising to me. Um, what, what is, uh, you know, why the usage there? Uh, well, it's, um, you know, I think government was an area and typically, you know, you don't think of government as, uh, as early adopters with um, uh, technology in general. And kind of looking right. at the total breakdown of industries uh, before uh, COVID, the biggest industry uh, using video meetings was technology technology companies, because they're used to using technology. Uh, and we've got a whole pie chart of kind of before and after and who's using it. Government, not a big user. It was just, you know, super occasional. Now, well, for instance, I'm, I'm applying for solar panels on the, my, my roof and doing the permitting process myself. Mm. Office is closed. I can't go in to do it. So they're, right. they're actually, my local government's using GoToMeeting, which I love. Um, and they are recommending everyone joins via video. Right. Mm -hmm. All sorts of these use cases. You know, you're seeing courts, you know, even the Supreme right. Court was, you know, right. uh, yeah. doing remotely. Um, all these cases where before you had walk in hours, people would come in, stand in line in their local municipalities. That is all video now. And that is mm. a complete change. Um, yeah, that makes change. sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, so how heavily are they investing in not just, you know, go to meeting software, but also um you know hardware hardware is a good question um you know we have we sell a video room units called go to room um 
that join both GoToMeeting, but also Zoom, Cisco, WebEx, and et cetera. Mm. Uh, for the first month or two after COVID, no one was buying any hardware at all. They said, okay, we're not going in our offices. You know, it's a temporary setup at home, so we're not buying specialized hardware for home. Um, over the past couple of months, we've seen a big difference, and people are buying it for two reasons. Uh, one is in their offices, now that everyone is using video, um, they are saying, okay, now that most of the people are home and a few people are in the office, we have to have video turned on and we have to set our offices set up. Um, and we're seeing it in different ways. It used to be that people were setting up just the biggest conference rooms where you got 20 or 30 people in the room and one or two people dialing in. That's on its head now. They're setting up the small rooms because you don't want to be in a room with dozens of people. Um, right. So they're setting up rooms where people aren't individually, it used to be huddle rooms, now they're kind of one person video rooms and they're, they're outfitting those. But we're also seeing a whole new breed of users setting up um, their home offices where people are investing and doubling down. And we are not shipping a lot of these units uh, to business addresses, we're shipping them to home addresses right. um, where they're specifically setting up their, you know, their home office, their guest room, their, you know, their shed outside. Um, you know, because of that, we actually just did a, um, a partnership with Facebook. They've got this uh, hardware unit called Portal. Portal oh, yeah, for yeah, Facebook, yeah. Yep. and they've got a seven-inch version, and a ten-inch version, and a sixteen-inch version, and one that goes over a TV. When they first launched it, it just supported uh, Facebook and and WeChat um, video. They just extended that to allow our app on it. Um, so now the GoToMeeting app is available, and so is Zoom and um, uh, BlueJeans, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and they are now selling these as work devices where you can fire up a GoToMeeting on your home device. And you know, while they designed this thing as kind of a tablet you can walk around the house with uh, for uh, you know, social chats with your grandparents, now they're seeing it as work devices and uh, mm. they're absolutely taking off. Um, so we're seeing a, a, a really different usage of, of hardware, both in people, in terms of how people are setting up their office uh, and yeah. in terms of how they're using it at home. Yeah, that's a great question. Right. And um, uh, biotech also surprised me a bit. Um, you know, can, can you talk a little bit about about you know that market and why that increase? Yeah, you know, it's um, you know one of our bigger customers is is Eli Lilly, right? And mm -hmm. and they're making these uh, monoclonal antibodies. Uh, oh. mm -hmm. So there you go. Uh, everyone who is doing biotech research um, is doing it remotely. You know, they. <clears throat> You know, they, they believe in social distancing and then science more than anyone, and they mm. are not going into the office. They are right. collaborating remotely in a way they have not before. Yeah. Uh, so it is it is amazing being, you know, part of uh, helping everyone kind of collaborate and come out uh, with all these different therapeutics. Certainly, you know, there's a rush for COVID and we have several customers uh, who are involved in um, COVID therapeutics and vaccines, which is, is satisfying to help with. And we've actually given away our software uh, uh, to a bunch of, kind of emergency providers. Uh, but, you know, all other research uh, hasn't stopped either. Um, and it used to be, yeah, people could go home for a week and do their research, but the collaboration around it, now that everyone's working from home, that's a very collaborative environment. Right. Um, so, now we we mentioned uh, hardware just a second ago. So which of those markets is investing more in you know this this total video conferencing system, hardware included? You it, know what, where is that opportunity? Yeah, we're seeing most hardware again seeing it in two areas. Let, let's start with people who are actually installing hardware in the offices. 
uh, we are seeing people who are going back, kind of dipping their toe in the offices, uh, investing in hardware more. You know, we see kind of two classes of, of companies. Some companies, and I'd say tech are leading them, are saying, you know, we are never going back to in the office. We are now fully remote. And companies that used to be remote tolerant are now switching to remote first. Yeah. And they are, you know, the hardware we're seeing for them are people, you know, setting up home offices and paying for home offices for employees and the like. Um, the more traditional companies, uh, finance, uh, frankly, healthcare, um, people, uh, education, government that are saying, yes, we are going to be back in the offices, but we are going to have a more flexible uh, work environment, more flexible office layout, more flexible policies. They're the ones who are really outfitting their offices, those mm -hmm. that are committed to having that office footprint. And again, it's different from our traditional users, you know, who were tech companies. They're the ones yeah. that are actually moving further away from installing video in the offices, and they already had some. The ones that are really jumping on it are the ones that, yes, we're going back to the office, but it's going to be a while till we're all there. And in the meantime, we need to set up where the majority of people are at home and some are in their office. And we all need to communicate uh, uh, much more effectively now that video is the new norm. Mm. So given these trends and, and all these changes you guys are tracking, you know, what does... Uh... I guess the video conferencing uh, industry need to do better? I think a few things. Um, I think one is video is now the new norm, right? It used to be, you know, if we were having this meeting a year ago, you probably wouldn't have joined the video. Now everyone joins the video. Right. I think that, um, you know, different generations, you know, used to, I talked about how it used to be the majority of people joined go to meetings without video. Now they join the video. Video is the norm across generations now. Um, so I think a bunch of things are happening now. One is as people are going from kind of how do we survive, you know, uh, with our businesses and technology with COVID, they're going, how do we thrive? Um, so I think people are going from how do I just get a video product to how do I get something that is super effective and lets us communicate effectively? And I think that's it's a few different areas. One is, uh, you know, again, overnight companies uh, post-COVID were, okay, let's get everyone a video tool. Let's buy Zoom. Let's buy GoToMeeting. Let's buy WebEx. Get it across the company. Now we're starting to see a lot of companies are saying, wow, okay, we now are paying for Teams wall-to-wall. -wall. We're paying for Slack wall-to-wall. -wall. We're paying for GoToMeeting wall-to-wall. We're paying for Webinar wall-to-wall. -wall. And we've got a different telephony provider. They're spending a crap ton of money with 10, 15 different providers. Um, so we, as companies, are looking out and saying, okay, all these tools, we are going to have wall-to-wall, -wall, uh, not just a, a few users in the company. How do we start bringing them together? Both to have a better ROI, uh, so we're spending less, and to have a more consistent experience among our users and among IT. Um, so our fastest growing product company right now is our unified product, our UCC product called GoToConnect that has messaging, that has video, um, that has you know uh, a telephony and call center software and the like, mm. where, Instead of buying 10 or 15 different solutions for different ways to communicate across the company and with customers, you're getting a single solution from a single provider. Um, and, you know, I'm talking about GoToConnect because that's one of our fastest growing products. Uh, but we are seeing other companies that are really doubling down on bringing solutions together, right? Zoom is now really kind of pushing their, their phone solution. Um, 8x8 and Ring Central have just come out with their own video solutions to bring it all together. And we're kind of a unique place we go go to because we had we bought Jive many years ago. We already have GoToMeeting. Uh, we already had a messaging solution to so bring together mature solutions. But we are seeing companies that instead of just, okay, get a video solution, get a phone, 
how do we bring together? How do we start uh, having solutions that uh, are integrated? So I think that's one, integrated solutions to both save money and have a better experience. At the same time, and I don't know if it's, it's paradoxically, uh, but still having integrations and interoperability across current tools. Um, so we're seeing customers are saying, yes, we want an integrated tool, but it needs to fit seamlessly into our workflow. We need integrations into Marketo for our customer communications. We need integrations into Salesforce. So every time we log a call with a customer and we have a video call, it's logged, it's saved. Um, we want integrations into our, you know, dental office solutions for, you know, telehealth. We want integrate. We're seeing. Uh, increased need and desire as people are communicating remotely to have the other tools they use integrate those. So we've really built out our integration center uh, to have those things, but we're seeing that across the industry. And I would say, you know, lastly, and maybe it fits into integrations, is interoperability. You mm -hmm. know, you talk about room solutions. When we first came out with our GoToRoom a couple of years ago, uh, and it joined GoToMeeting and GoToWebinar and GoToConnect, people were happy with that. Uh, you know, into COVID, they're saying, okay, this is great, but we also get um, invitations for Zoom calls. We in get integrations for WebEx calls. We get integrations for, like, there's all these different systems. Um, so recently in GoToRoom, we offered the ability, okay, if you're buying this hardware with us, um, we join all the other systems. We, If you get a Zoom invite, we'll join that. If you get a Teams invite, we'll join that. If you get a, a BlueJeans invite, we'll join that. And you know we're seeing the same thing across the industry. It's not just us. This is why Portal, Facebook by Portal, put together a whole API and developer system where now you can have a you know a GoToMeeting app, a Zoom app, a BlueJeans app, and the like. Um, so you know we said what are the big changes we're seeing. One is integrated solutions as we're going for emergency, piece things together to whatever works to kind of integrated solutions that actually there's an ROI and an ROI. Uh, can spend less, or rather IT can spend less and have a better solution and integrated solutions. Two is workflows, put together workflows and integrations into products that are out there. And, and third is kind of debabilize the whole thing. You know, mm. it, all of these different solutions are there to stay. With meeting solutions, there is not one winner, right? You're seeing Zoom's increased traffic, we've increased traffic, WebEx increased traffic, Teams has increased traffic. There will be a lot of different players uh, and you'll be joining meetings from a bunch. So how does that fit together in a room and right. on a desktop? Right. I think um, it was it was actually before COVID, but I believe um, Zoom, WebEx, and it might have been you guys, maybe it was someone else, um, announced that they're working on interop. Yep. Uh, between you know three or four platforms, and I don't think it's ever it has happened yet. Um, yeah, it's, and it, um, it, it, does, does the industry just need to have this kind of Jesus moment where they're like, well, yeah, we need to make everything interrupt because that's what people want? It's um, it, it's a great question. It's something that's been talked about forever. And I think, you know, I, I don't see everyone having a, a an app that joins every platform. There will be a bunch. I think interop just over time in technology has sort of landed on two solutions that are that are working well. One is SIP. Right, SIP and H323, you know, the old room systems, Cisco, Polycom, life size, you could always sort of dial into SIP through those. Um, so most of the providers out there, including GoToMeeting, we include SIP interoperability with, uh, for free with GoToMeeting. Some others and others charge extra for a gateway. But if you've got a room system, you know, you can always dial in via, uh, to, to uh, a GoToMeeting via SIP. That's one. Two is, you know, I think one thing that's really 
made uh, a big difference is WebRTC, being able to join a meeting in a browser. Um, mm. That both the technology and the providers supporting it just weren't very far along several years ago. And kind of the big interoperability promise was you can just join any meeting in a browser. That's something that uh, we at GoToMeeting have really embraced. When you join a GoToMeeting, you can choose join with the app or join to the browser. Um, and I think the browser, and now that the technology is further along and customers have demanded it, um, we are really embracing WebRTC, and I think others are as well. So instead of, you know, we have many, many customers, and I'd say still a majority join to their app, but the, uh, if I can find the data, uh, more and more people are joining just via web. Um, you know, I think that is a, a much easier way, so you don't have to go through a download every time. Um, right. and, and we are continuing our, our web-based technologies. At the same time, you know, with dedicated hardware, as I talked about, GoToRoom, Facebook portal, having the ability and APIs so you can have apps to join any system is really important. So, mm. you know, between SIP, between room systems that join different things, and between web browser, I think we're closer to interoperability than, than we ever have been. Um, right. Yeah, it's, it's a great question. Awesome. Um, all right, guys. Well, thanks very much. And unless there's anything else that uh, you want to, I think we covered a lot, though. Yeah, no, that, that, that's a bunch. I, th I think it's really, you know, looking at the different usage, you know, from, you know, going from, you know, almost 15% are joining on mobile versus 5% from people having more weekend meetings to more people in size to, you know, different industries that weren't using it at all, like government. It, people are just working a whole different way. And as, right. as companies are going from, okay, we're going to work from home for a few months to, wow, this is the long haul. Uh, they are changing how they're using, they're changing their hardware, they're changing their habits. Uh, and we're really seeing in the data. It's, it's really fascinating. And, you know, mm. excited to support them from, you know, IT buying integrated systems to buying IT systems that work across different solutions, um, you know, to, to having these different integrations. It's, uh, it, it's a fascinating time in the industry. Awesome. All right, uh, Mark, thanks very much. I appreciate your time. Thanks, Zach. Thanks for listening to another episode of the My Tech Decisions podcast, where it's our mission to help you make technology decisions for your company. If you would like to learn more, head to mytechdecisions.com or follow us on Twitter at mytechdecisions. You can also follow me on Twitter at ZWcomo. Until next time.